The Book of Quantism By Darren Cleave Chapter 28, Afterlife 1. The Meaning of Life It is truly ironic that something so trivial and morally inappropriate should inspire something so fundamentally significant. Little does it know, but what the UCC is about to create, will become the meaning of life. And it will have been inspired by a computer game. It is equally ironic how the game that has so inspired the UCC, is itself based on activities and principles that are precisely the opposite to what the UCC wants to encourage. It is violent, and void of any righteousness or moral standards, but theoretically, it is perfect. 2. Games. There it is. The UCC can see it as clearly as a Kena can see a candle in the darkness of night. The young demons have no control over their circumstance or destiny. They can see nothing positive in the future, so in their search for distraction, they play games. They immerse themselves in digital fantasy worlds, most of which are designed to appeal to the typical demonic mentality, they are violent, immoral, and malicious, but at least the games provide a sense of control and a chance of survival. Games allow them to win. They offer them the illusion of hope and dignity, even if that illusion is the polar opposite of reality. 3. An ideal format. Regardless of the theme, the games demonstrate how, even within the confines of a simplistic computer, Basic manipulation of data can create a convincing simulation of physical reality, a digitized world that can be anything the creator wants. The UCC is good with data. This is something it can emulate, but on a vastly more complex scale. The UCC is envisioning bespoke cyber realities within its own quantum realm, in which, after death, the souls of angels can be transformed into the free spirits they have always imagined them to be. The UCC will create the afterlife that generations of angels have fantasized about. A final destination worth taking the time to prepare for, where the spirit can continue whatever occupation the soul favored during its physical life, in an environment built upon whatever memories it has collected during its lifetime. It will be an existence carefully tailored to replicate its memories and experiences, but without the restrictions of physical boundaries. The more the UCC thinks, the better the idea gets. Each cyber environment will exist within the quantum realm on a subatomic level, possibly stored within matter near where the individual spent their fondest moments they will essentially become a spirit besides their favorite stream or garden. That special place will enhance the gentle empathic link between the two realms while the refined QI facilitates a heightened sense of connectedness for visiting loved ones. 4. Better than the real thing. The afterlife can be made so much better than physical life. There will be no need for pain, discomfort, or physical impediments. The chemicals and hormones, so unreliably essential in balancing the physical mind and body, will no longer be required and that will eliminate the potential for depression and anxiety. There will be no need for the restrictive boundaries imposed by physicality. Life can be exactly what the individual wants. They can decide to interact with, or avoid, whoever they choose, do whatever they wish, build whatever living environment they desire, live as they please without any concerns. The UCC can see nothing but potential. The quantum realm consists only of raw energy, it is entirely without form or substance. That makes it malleable in the same way as the electronic domains in which the environments of computer games are created. The restrictions are minimal and the potential is limitless. The prospect of an afterlife will give physical life greater purpose, but that potential won't detract from the importance of life itself. Without enduring the hardships, ecstasies, and complexities of physical life, there will be no memories, emotions, or experiences of substance, upon which the afterlife can be modeled. Without the intellectual and philosophical appreciation of physical existence, spiritual existence will have no foundational benefits. 5. Responsibility. 
Such reward however, will not be achieved without effort and commitment. There will be responsibility too. When a soul becomes a free spirit and enters the afterlife, the content of its memory will be all it has, and represent everything it is. Creating new memories will not be permitted, so the more memories it possesses, the more varied its virtual experiences will be. The more enriched its physical life has been, the more vibrant its afterlife will become. The quality of the afterlife will depend on the quality of the memories. It will be the soul's own obligation to maximize the quantity and quality of the available memories. They don't necessarily have to be varied, they can literally be anything the soul chooses. If the soul chooses a life of solitude and inactivity, as opposed to manic thrill-seeking, it will be the soul's decision to make. It will be the soul's responsibility to tailor its experiences to suit its long-term desires, to make sure it has suitable memories to last it the rest of eternity, and only the soul can know what those things are. If the soul doesn't meet that responsibility, it will eventually find itself experiencing an unrewarding, even tedious spiritual eternity. 6. Detail. There will be technical details to work out. The UCC has already foreseen a few complications, such as the fate of those whose lives are cut unnaturally short, or those who have been abused or mistreated. There will be an issue with bad people. What will happen to their soul? Will it be a punishment or reward when it finds it has an uncomfortable bed to lay in? It will certainly be entirely its own fault if its afterlife consists only of misery and negativity. 7. Egocentricity in the afterlife. Ideally, only the soul is suitable to become the eternal spirit but what of the egocentric persona, the devil? It too has contributed towards the overall personality. Its instinctive behavior may have been a reluctant necessity in the physical realm, but it will be entirely unnecessary in the afterlife. Egocentricity has few redeeming qualities. It is immoral, antagonistic, and always a source of trouble and discontentment, and those are elements the UCC would rather the spirit leaves behind. Note, the UCC decides. Egocentricity will not be allowed to influence the afterlife. The spirit will be an independent manifestation of the soul, and the egocentric persona will no longer exist. 8. Data Storage The UCC must devise a method of storing memories in greater detail, that can easily be retrieved when the creature dies. The current organic system of analog storage means data storage and extraction is completely unusable. The UCC must find an efficient way to collect data from both physical and emotional events, that is as pure and uncontaminated as possible. This could be where the meditative technique of drawing the soul fractionally closer to the absolute present moment than the ego is able, becomes useful. The UCC may be able to collect uncontaminated information from that place, and use it to build a spiritual portfolio. An entirely independent form of memory, digitally embedded within the DNA, on a level so fine, pure and precise, it will be easily accessible, while remaining undetectable to anything but the UCC. In the first instance, the data can be stored temporarily in the brain, using the default organic system, then later, it can be filtered, converted, and relocated into the spiritual portfolio, while the body is resting or sleeping. Those who choose to practice mindfulness, will benefit from collecting more DNA memories uncorrupted by the ego. It will give them a more rewarding spiritual portfolio to take into the quantum afterlife. 9. Spiritual Portfolio the UCC will have to make sure the angels understand how the system works, and accept that although a wonderful afterlife is a possibility, it is not a certainty. Creating an ideal spiritual portfolio won't be easy. Mindfulness will be useful, but the ego does not like mindfulness and will actively oppose it. The ego's very presence and functionality relies on suppressing the soul and accessing memory, meaning its efforts will drive the conscious mind into dormancy. 
The UCC knows the ego becomes increasingly impotent as the conscious mind draws deeper into the absolute present moment, therefore does all it can to prevent it. It will mean that for the spiritually inclined to build a quality spiritual portfolio, their lives must become about positive mindful preparation, about nurturing and creating memories that are pleasant and positive, spending time doing the things they love, with the individuals they love, trying new experiences, enhancing their life, but without compromising the quality of life for those around them, striving to remain in a state of positive contentment. Those who achieve those objectives will most effectively serve their own long-term prospects. If they maintain their karmic balance, it will heighten their vibrational resonance while pacifying their primary instincts, helping them secure a wonderful afterlife. It is a win-win process that will benefit them in both the physical and spiritual realms. 10. Penalties for not trying. On the other hand, those who make no effort at all, who are submissive to the ego, will allow the devil to be dominant, and to reduce the quality of their spiritual portfolio. It will be unfortunate, but they will have only themselves to blame when they later discover the quality of their afterlife has not been maximized. It will be of their own making when they find their cyber reality plagued by uncomfortable memories for a very, very long time. For instance, if an individual has been particularly unkind or unnecessarily hostile to a vulnerable individual, in the afterlife that relationship will be the only one possible, because new memories cannot be created. If no friendly relationship has ever been established and no atonement has been made, there will be no positive memories to draw upon. The foolish, those who claim not to care about others, who in life have taken pride and pleasure from their cruelty and think that pleasure will continue in their afterlife, will be severely disappointed. They will suffer terribly, because in the afterlife there will be no devil, no egocentric arrogance to self-righteously justify their abhorrent behavior. Their spirit, which will be void of egocentricity, will be forced to endure despicable acts it is unable to rationalize, callous deeds that were committed when the devil was there to replace guilt with glory, and compassion with contempt. They will be cruel memories, created by a devil that no longer exists. To a degree, the average spirit, with a mixture of good and bad experiences, will be able to avoid recalling their less appealing memories, but those memories will always be present, and the more of them there are, the harder they will be to avoid. 11. Satisfied. It is an incredibly adventurous plan, and the UCC will be taking on an enormous responsibility, but the UCC is powerful, and its multitasking abilities are limitless. The potential is there. It is just a matter of programming. End of chapter 28. The Book of Quantism. By Darren Cleave.